that's wonderful. It, it opens up what I want to share this morning so well. And I was um, questioning over what I should title it. Um, and I think I'm going to go for my first title and come back to the second. But I want us to reclaim culture. And uh, when you hear that word, you may switch off. Because culture, you sort of think, well, it's, it's just too big. It's just too intangible. But do you know what? Um, culture and setting of culture, exactly what we have been called to as individuals in this room. And this morning I feel it's going to be significant for a number of reasons. I believe one is that God wants to establish a foundation where each of us begin to understand culture, what it means, and the impact on us and on those around us positively and negatively. I believe God wants us to know what it is to safeguard culture for us as individuals, but also as a family, And thirdly, I want us to all recognise that we are each culture makers. The way we choose to respond to each other, the way we choose to live our lives, and the way that we choose to influence situations, we are the yeast in the bread. So together, we're going to look at what is culture and why is culture important. I think culture is one of the most significant things for us as a people, but also for the world we live in. I think too many things are taken for granted. So, um, and actually, we can very easily rule ourselves out and not have an opinion on culture because we can't understand it, we don't understand it, it just feels a bit too out there. Um, I don't know what you think of the word culture when you hear it. Um, do you think of petri dishes? So like biology, chemistry. Um, if Andrew and Sarah, they may do... Um, But when you go around places, visit different countries, you are immediately impacted by culture. Be it food, language, dress, rituals, beliefs, values, communication styles. I I lived in Chicago for three months, about ten years ago. And the first thing they put me on was an acclimatisation course. Getting to know the US culture. And it was fascinating. They paid for me. I don't know what it cost to spend a day with this lady who just took me around Chicago and just trying to explain to me the, the nuances of the US. One of them, so she said, sarcasm, I'm sorry if you're American, they just don't get it. By the, end, by the time I left, the people I was with, they got it. Um, <laughs> but um, it was fascinating. But I think businesses that have caught on to culture realise that actually you can make an organisation and the employees fly or you can actually make them grind to a halt as individuals. And the other thing that I think God was talking to me about, sorry, this is a bit of an introduction before I get on to what's culture, is actually when I visit different countries, what I'm actually blown away with is the difference of all the different countries. And I felt God say to me, do you know what, Neil? That's just what heaven's like. Actually, you touch and you experience different parts of foods, different... It's just vast. It's just enormous. My mind comprehended. You just walk into China, you walk into the States, wherever you go. Man, alive, there's something else. And just this, the wonder of um, the gloriousness of heaven. I was in a meeting early this year, and I won't use the word that was actually used. And someone described culture to me as management consultants. Bull. I'll let you finish the end. And that was in our a sort of strategy document, and we're supposed to be thinking about culture. I'm thinking, man, seriously. And one of the amazing things about the firm I work at 
is that they have grasped hold of culture and realised that when they have a group of people that all understand what culture is about, the organisation flies. Okay? So, let's look at a couple of definitions together. I haven't got any slides, I'm sorry. I do like pictures, but I just didn't have time. Um, biology, they describe culture as maintaining tissue cells or bacteria in conditions suitable for growth. Okay? The dictionary definition, the ideas, customs, and social behavior of particular people or society. The, the attitudes, behavior, characteristics of a particular social group. That just for me sounds incomplete. And what does the Bible say? There's two, there's two passages I want to pick up if you've got your Bible. Um, grab hold of them. I will flit between them and just as I go through my preach. One of them is, it calls us to be the salt and light. Matthew 5, 13 to 16. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, its strength, its quality, how can its saltiness be restored? It is not good for anything any longer but to throw out and trodden underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do men light a lamp and put it under a peck measure, but on a lampstand and give light to all in the house. As Christians, we are to bring Christ to the earth. The Lord's Prayer says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So actually, what this passage is saying is is calling us to, as we go into the world, recognize that the light of Jesus is shining out from everywhere. And actually, what we're doing is we're leading people to find Jesus and praise him. The next passage I want to look at, and just is what's going to flow through this morning, is Luke 12, verse 20. And I think this just describes culture so, so beautifully for me and uh, convinces me that although they didn't use it in the Bible, Jesus knew what he was talking about. Not that I questioned he didn't beforehand, but anyway. Um, Again he asked, what shall I compare the kingdom of God to? It is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. I don't know if anybody's done any studies on yeast, but as part of this I thought, well, i best um, pick up some... um, why is yeast important? And um, I don't know whether you know, we've, we've made bread at home before, and you need the smallest amount of yeast with an enormous amount of dough to make, to make bread. And yeast, is dif- they, they explain it as being the driving force behind fermentation. Yeast makes the dough rise. Yeast strengthens the bread. And I love this one. Fermentation generates flavor in bread and that just that when you think about the flavor I don't know whether you've gone into Morrison's and just selected bread they have so many different types but there's something about um, again like when we think about culture just the amazing nature of God so when we're talking about yeast coming into the bread that smell and that experience of oh wow there's something here Um, right so I just want to look at two or three areas of culture um, this morning and share with you. Okay? Culture for me is a large topic. I describe it 
a bit like an iceberg. Okay? So there's, there's sort of 15, 20% of culture which is above the waterline and 80% below it. Okay? Um, the three, two or three areas I want us to look at is values, attitudes, and beliefs. And when we recognize these, we don't have to work hard at growing or be at the church or being fruitful as long as we recognize what makes a healthy, vibrant church. The fruitlessness comes, fr- fruitfulness comes. Why are values so important? I think they create shared values of behavior and establishes what is important to each other. I know that when our children were young, Marsh and I very early said, what do we want to be the words that we can describe our family with? Um, and so last year, we just as a bit of a, an example, I, we decided to try and put those words um, values into a picture frame. Because we wanted, as a family, when we've got issues, when we've got children kicking off, or when we're not handling our emotions well, we wanted to be able to go back to something and say, do you remember when we agreed how we're going to work together, um, how we're going to live together? So just quickly, love, powerful, fun and laughter, peace, acceptance, celebration and dancing, adventure, joy, family and friends, patience, gentleness, self-control and choices, kindness, faith, trust and rest. And so for me, values are probably one of the most significant parts of culture when we come to be with each other. Because it knows that when I get things wrong with my children, they can come up to me and say, Daddy, do you know what? I didn't feel like you loved me there. And I can have the same opportunity with our children when things go wrong. Say, children, do you know what? I'm not sure you really loved your brother or situation, sister in that situation. And I'm not putting these up to say, great, look at these, you've all got to copy these and have these in your house. I think what I am asking is, um, what are the values that you're using in your family? Okay, you, you may already have one of these of your own. You already may have it in your Bible, in your notebook. But actually being able to articulate your values with each other within a family and individual context is vitally important, but also within the ISIS church. And each family's values, although there may be commonalities or similarities, they will look different because your family, a bit like yeast and bread, different flavors, there will be a differentness, different flavor, different experience to your family. Beliefs. What are the beliefs that you're holding on to? So I know as us as a family of Oasis, we said there are four things that um, we believe, which is where God is good, we are all significant, the cross accomplished it all, and everything is possible. And actually, we've got the same for our families. So what are the beliefs that you hold in your families and that you chat about as families? Prioritizing the Holy Spirit prioritizing Jesus and relationship with him. Believing that God is good and that I am significant. Marriage is a man and a woman. Expecting the unexpected. 
Attitudes, so the attitudes that we have, which is, what's my frame of mind? Is it to serve, to be served? It's the combination of these three areas and many others that make up the culture that we create and that we live in. And actually, as we come together as individuals and families into Oasis, we create the culture that we experienced this morning. And I just sat here this morning, just as we worshipped, and just thought, wow, there's something quite beautiful here. The amazing, just the presence of God. And just as we're bringing our beliefs and our desire to worship God and to see God praised, just there's that magnificent um, coming together. So what, I'm just going to quickly touch on this. So what's the current culture that we live in today? Popular culture. The world desperately needs to know the resurrection power of Jesus. The culture, culture that's shouting out to us from our TVs and media. Um, we see it every day. It's a frenzy around where can we raise the, the dirt on the next person? Where can we sling mud at one another? And just the values that are being demonstrated. If anything goes. Or identity, you need to look like this. Why is culture important? I believe it's what sustains revival. Revival is the fruit of our lives that are lived for Jesus, loving Jesus, seeking Jesus and abiding in Jesus. Revival is not what we're seeking as much as Jesus Christ himself. So I think for us as individuals and families, often the media will tell us, well, your values need to look like this. You need to think like this. But actually, our culture and values shout much louder than that. And it's what the world is looking for. And then corporately, as Oasis Church, culture is what sustains the body of Christ and is actually what establishes the foundations for many, many years to come. And then when you see that and grasp that, we see that we're leaving an inheritance not only for our children, but our children's children. And although we have vision, and vision can be easily articulated, actually vision can often change, but it, it, that's defining um, the destination of where we're heading. Although our calling of what Jesus asked us isn't, which is to go into all the world and preach good news. I've flown through this. <laughs> um, so I think for me, what I would love to just recap on briefly is, what is culture? It's made of lots of different things, but for me the core are values, beliefs and attitudes, and being salt and light and yeast in the dough of society to see heaven come here on earth. And then why is culture important? It sustains revival. So then the last question is, okay, Neil, what's next then? So if you're sitting here this morning feeling an awakening um, to what I've shared, then I'd, I'd love to ask you to engage with 
with each of these points. So start talking together and with each other about, okay, what values do we have? What values do we live by? What are the values we want to see and have in our household? What's the culture we want to establish? Talk and write these down and share them with each other. Because we want to see the culture of heaven on earth established in our everyday lives, in our work, in our families, in Chelmsford. And as I started off this morning, we want to see heaven on earth. Very good. It's not a long preach. We want to get to have some time to pray. Um, but I feel like culture is one of those topics that we don't talk about lots, but actually it's one of the most significant parts of our everyday living in what we're establishing here, in what we're establishing in our homes.